The heat is turning up on the embattled consulting giant PwC as pressure grows for the firm to be banned from all government business. That's despite PwC putting nine partners on immediate leave and the firm's acting chief executive apologising for confidentiality breaches about plans for a multinational tax avoidance crackdown. The ABC's senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan's covering this scandal. He joins us now. Peter, you've been covering corporate scandals for years now, old lad, but how does the PwC one compare in terms of bad behaviour? Well, good morning, Tom. It is easy to forget the breaches of trust we've seen over the past decade or so. The scandals that, for example, led to the Banking Royal Commission, things like dead people still being charged fees and banks putting shareholder interests ahead of customers. There have been other breaches of trust, breakdowns in corporate governance at the board level in the casino sector, uh, directors turning a blind eye to deals with casino junket operators to do whatever it takes to bring in cashed up high rollers to crown casinos. And that led to royal commissions in Victoria and Western Australia and a major inquiry in New South Wales. We later saw Star Entertainment swept up in bad and unlawful behaviour. And now we have PW a consulting giant that was actually paid to provide advice to Treasury and the tax office all about developing policies for multinational tax avoidance laws. But they use that confidential information to develop a scheme for clients to work around it, hoping to attract lucrative multinationals, effectively playing both sides of the street rather than protecting Australian taxpayers and putting them at risk. So it's no wonder that people are pretty sceptical and cynical when they hear apologies from the likes of PwC who'd like to talk about their internal ethics and codes of conduct, but that image has been exposed pretty much for what it is. It's a saga that uh, keeps going on and on, isn't it? I mean, what do you make of, just in recent developments, the apologies and those explanations from PwC that rolled out yesterday? It all feels too little too late, Tom, and we have been waiting to get a proper response now for weeks. I've had persistent requests to speak with PwC's acting chief executive or another senior figure in a PwC. I've also been asking to talk to the former Telstra chief executive, Ziggy Switkowski, who's been hired by PwC to conduct an internal review. So far, no one's stepped up for an actual interview to get on the front foot to own this crisis. And now But now the risk of losing all government work is a reality and there's a federal police investigation underway. PwC has stepped up at least with a statement of contrition out yesterday. Nine partners on leave, government work's been ring-fenced to quarantine uh, government work or the bad part of the company from infecting the rest of PwC. There's one curious comment from PwC is that none of the clients uh, were involved in any of the wrongdoing and that no confidential information was used by the firm to enable clients to pay less tax. But this claim is already being contested, which is why there are demands for the names of all PwC partners, 50 or so, who were in the loop about the tax leak, and also the 20 or so, so multinationals that were at least presented with the tax advice. The Green Senator, Barbara Pocock, isn't impressed with PwC's apology, and she says the public shouldn't be kept in the dark. PwC has had five 
five years to come clean about the particular individuals involved and what they did. I think it's very important that we know exactly what people did and what level of involvement they had. I think we can hazard a pretty accurate guess that those nine people sent home yesterday were involved in a negative way, uh, in, an, in an unethical practice, and so those names could well have been released with a context about what they did. But PwC continues uh, to conceal and to fail to really come clean. We need transparency and honesty, and a proper clean-up really depends on that. And so far, pretty disappointing outcome. Greens Senator Barbara Pocock there. Peter Ryan is with me in the studio. Peter, a big day in Senate estimates, so let's not forget that as well. More questions are set to be asked. How intense is that going to be? Well, um, well, Tom, before, before that even begins um, with Senate estimates, we'll be hearing from Kenneth Hayne, probably you'll recall as the former High Court yep. judge who uh, headed the Banking Royal Commission. He's speaking at the uh, International Congress of Actuaries, which normally might be a bit of an eye-glazing event, but Kenneth Hayne's theme is going to be ba- about bad conduct by financial services firms. So he'll be asking what has been learned despite the lessons from the Banking Royal Commission. Then later in the Economics Legislation Committee, we'll be hearing from the Treasury Secretary, Stephen Kennedy, and later on today, the Australian Taxation Office. They'll be under pressure to name names of those PwC partners and to explain what's happening given the breach of trusted PwC that exposes taxpayers. Also, whether PwC will be banned from seeking more government work and how systems will be tightened up to ensure there are no more confidentiality breaches that exposes the Australian taxpayer to pretty bad and unethical behaviour. Okay, Peter, thanks as always for joining us. That's Peter Ryan, the ABC Senior Business Correspondent.